to hear that he was interested in doing a part two to take us through some of his thoughts today. Uh, this will be an interesting discussion as he takes us through a, a few different points, possibly in ways that we had not intended. Uh, it'll be uh, an exceptionally helpful uh, walk, uh, guided guided tour, guided walk uh, from a man who knows kind of the insides and outsides of uh, the traditional finance world. And as he is approaching uh, Bitcoin in its new emerging status. Reza, thanks for being with us again. Hey, uh, Andrew, great, great being, uh, great talking to you uh, again. Uh, great being here. Uh, thanks for, uh, you know, for, for setting this up. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. No, we, uh, we're benefiting more than you are from this. I am entirely certain as we hear what you got to say on these topics. So, as we kind of discussed, we were talking a little bit before the show uh, started recording about what we'll go through today. A lot of this is going to be kind of me following your lead. You've got stuff, you've got information, you've got insight that we probably need to hear. And it would be good for us to hear it. So I'm going to follow your lead on this. Where do you want to start and where are we going over the next hour? Okay. Um, thanks for that. Yeah. So I guess the, the, you know, the, the kind of the precursor to this conversation is, um, you know, I, I've, I'm seeing, um, yeah, well, I mean, being, a, 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 if you're going to do research in Bitcoin, uh, you see that there's a lot of people out there that, you know, still call it a, a scam, a Ponzi, and they don't really, um, have, um, they don't really have like uh, I, I would I would argue you know a, a well-rounded perspective on on everything that's um, uh, that's going on. So what I'm trying to do here is to to give people uh, as much information uh, as possible for them to make their own decision, right? So what are the facts? What are the um, what what are some of the things that helps with really understanding um, the the network from a technology perspective, understanding the the, the system, how, how how things work currently, um, you know, within the, the monetary system, right, the, the finance space, um, so that at the end of the day, um, you know, you can 
you can make that decision for yourself instead of um, just taking in um, these biased uh, perspective from you know a, a bunch of different uh, individuals. Yeah, makes yeah. Sense. You know, so there's a one one thing I you know one thing that I guess I could I could share right now is you know that we can talk about right now is that. The, the first thing is um, the, the, the thing to do with inflation, right? Um, a lot of people still today, you know, they, they still wonder why, why are things getting more and more expensive? Why are, you know, why is it always, uh, what does it always seem like, um, you know, no matter how fast I run, uh, I'm still falling behind. I can't keep up with with the way things are going, and then on the other side, people are saying, "Oh, it's just because of uh, you know it's the supply, um, you know the, there's this the war that's going on, there's you know these disruptions and whatnot, you know, that's the the reason why." Well, it's you know we we tend to not look at the monetary aspect at all. Um, in in I guess regular conversations and and it's it's uh, you know it's that you know it's like you're looking at things you're just looking at one side of of something you're not looking at everything you're not looking at it from all angles so that's uh, disingenuous right you're you're living out a big chunk of the of of the equation. So I'll give I'll give an an example right um uh in uh in a very simplistic I'm I'm simplifying things here to to a degree uh with a with a quick thought experiment right so uh, I called it the 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 egg thought experiment um so imagine imagine there's uh, there's four of us here right so there's Andrew you, you're you're there and then I'm here, and then we have the, there's a couple other people here, and each of us has a uh, hundred dollars, right? You have a hundred dollars. I've got a hundred dollars. Yeah, two. They have hundred dollars each, and then there is a farmer, and the farmer has ten eggs. Um, and obviously the farmer wants to sell that. The first guy uh makes an offer to the farmer. Hey, I'm gonna give you. Uh, twenty-five dollars. I'll take all those ten eggs. So now you've got about two fifty per egg. The second guy goes, uh, "No, no, I'll give you fifty dollars for for all the ten eggs." So that's now now it's five dollars per egg. Andrew, you go there and you're and you're saying, "No, no, I I really want it. I you know I've uh, the." I have uh, people that I need to, to to feed. I need those all those tenants. I'll give you a hundred dollars, right? I've got. I'll give you everything I've got for those tenants. So now there's it's ten dollars per egg. So here I am. Uh, I don't want to compete with uh, with the free market. What do I do? I've got this money printer behind me, and I go to my money printer and I tell my money printer, "Hey, you know what? Print me another five hundred dollars, right?" And uh, now I've got 600. So I go to the uh, farmer. I thought, I'll take all 10. I'll give you all 600. Here you go. And 
now it's sixty dollars per egg, and I've effectively priced everyone out of the market. Now the question is, now the 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 thing is this, right? Did I did I steal any money from you? I didn't take a single dollar from you or from the other two people. Mm. But I've effectively stolen your purchasing power mm. with a snap of fingers, right? Now the, the now I'm going to add some complexities, right? So each of us here, we are different countries. We are different financial institutions, right? Um, we're different players in the, uh, in the game, so to speak, right? And here's another complexity. The, uh, the, that printing of money, that has a price tag. So some people may get to, to print that 500 at a more expensive rate. Some people may get it at a cheaper rate. Some people might get paid for it, right? And, and the third complexity I'll add, so the eggs, they're not eggs. They're not just eggs. It's gold. It's real estate, choice real estate. It's Big Macs. They're scarce assets. Right? These are things that people need, things that people want. Right? So, and, and here's a, 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 another complexity. All that money that's in that supply, right, it's all debt. At the end of the day, they're all just debt. And here's a, a last, uh, you know, fifth complexity here. The question is, now, what if I'm trying to get that 500, right, that, that, that debt, what if there are no lenders? Right? Nobody wants to buy those those bonds, right? So, but anyway, so that's that's a um, a quick thought experiment here, and you know we we talked about essentially that's the money supply, hmm. and how does adding additional money into the money supply impacts prices? Hmm. And uh, if you look at the M two charts, uh, from all the different countries, you know, do a quick search on trading economics and, you know, look for M2 money supply uh, and look at all these different countries. They all look the same, hmm. more or less, right? They all look similar. It's all in a similar trajectory in terms of the growth of the money supply. It, and, uh, just yeah, just to jump in real quick. Is there a, so <clears throat> I realize everybody's working on a similar system but even within that system it would seem like you're saying everybody's on the same trajectory why is that it would seem to me that there'd be some at least meaningful deviation but as you're saying there there really isn't is there a particular reason it's debt um people spend more than they uh than they make or than they produce so money at the end of the day the way i see it is labor money is labor I know Michael Saylor likes to say that, you know, uh, it, it's, it's energy. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's productivity. What we produce, what we add in, how the, the value that we add into the uh, quote-unquote economy, that's, it has to be represented in some way, shape, or form. And we use money to represent that. So money, in essence, is our labor. Now, with with governments and to, to answer your question um they have been spending more they have been 
promising and trying to do more than than they can. I, I'm not going to go into the reason why, or they're trying to buy boats, or they're just trying to, you know, uh, uh, satisfy a particular constituency. You want, okay, well, whatever the case may be, they're spending more than they should, right? And they go into debt, and once they go into debt, they have to service that interest because it's a system that is based on usury, right? So I'm not going to go into the Merchant of Venice and what the Christians say and what the Muslims say about usury and riba and whatnot. Uh, but essentially, they have to pay and service that interest, right? And um, and and if you look at the situation in the U.S. right now, for example, um, you have your interest payment, and with higher interest rates, that's going much higher. And you have your your tax revenue, and you have your ex- expenditures. Now your tax revenue is lower than your expenditure. And if you continue to see further layoffs, that's going to impact your tax revenue even, even more. And that creates that a larger deficit. Now, how are you going to pay for all that? You have to create more debt. You have to add in more money into the money supply. And every single country is facing. So I'm, I'm simplifying the, the issue, obviously, but it gives you a, you know, uh, a sense of the uh, issue, the challenge that is is going on in the world, Every, you know, I would say probably all countries facing it, and how this impacts to the person on the ground in terms of prices. So the the way the system is constructed, there is no other option. There is no uh, variation that could be taken as currently constructed with the financial world. I mean, globally speaking, right? Like every more or less every country is on a system where they have to play the same game. Well, I think you're talking about what, what, how do we move out of that? Well, no, I mean, I was just, just as a frame of reference, like, because as I said, it's, 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 it's interesting to me that you don't see, um, you know, the U S is in debt. Japan is in debt. Um, they're all, they're all, I mean, they've all, they're all making the same move. Like there's no, it would seem to you know if you if you're playing a giant multiplayer chess game you'd you'd think you'd see people competing but they're all <laughs> just they're all just kind of swapping pawns back and forth and mm. i was just i was just getting a reference for why that's the case and if the if if it's just the case that the way the rules are constructed in this current system there are no other moves to be made you just we're all going to do the same thing together what's the, i i guess the the question is what's the alternative and yeah, what, absolutely, has someone yeah. done and, and and has someone tried to to move away from that system i think you know some people probably have tried to move away and there were repercussions ah yes <laughs> right yes yeah um so that may be you know part of the part of the why we're in this uh, dilemma mm. yeah if you if you try and take a rook instead of a pawn um you'll get swatted <laughs> yeah or, or something like that yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah. sorry yeah i no, that's, that thank you uh sorry for cutting you off please continue with where you were uh going no before. no that, that's really good um uh, it's um by, by all means you know so so that's that's essentially the situation i think and then you, you look at uh, you know you rightly rightly said it just now you know so you look at the the debt clock as well you look at 
all countries. Um, and uh, you look at central bank balance sheets. It's all it's all the same. They all look like uh, they're going up and to the right, mm. right? So, um, and people on the ground, they're 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 really really suffering, and people are really getting to a point where it, for some it's really desperate, and it's it's sad, it's sad, and it this is not what. Um, this is not how things are should be because at the end of the day, when you add, when you add that money into the money supply like that, in the example that I gave just now, it's theft. I've effectively stolen your purchasing power. I've effectively stolen your labor. That's what it is. Um, and, uh, you, you know, the, uh, and when things grow to this size, it's going to get to a point where it's no longer sustainable. And uh, I think you know this is one of the things that a lot more and more people are talking about. Um, and how how will that look like? You know, when it finally becomes unsustainable, or how does that culminate at, at the end of the day? So yeah, I mean that's that's the, the the one thing I wanted to to share um because I think people need help with with that perspective so that they understand where it's coming from. Mm. You know, um they think oh, companies are greedy, they're overcharging. Uh and, and they're they're doing all these things. Well, maybe there's some of that going on. Maybe, right? Uh maybe some is it entirely that? I don't think so. Um, you know, they say, oh, it's purely because of uh, uh, limited uh, supplies or or the, the war and whatnot. Is it 100% that? You know, that? Probably not. You know, so this is, this, this particular conversation, I think, is uh, something that, needs to be more out in the open people need to understand money supply how that impacts that you know uh prices on at the end of the day the, the you know what the average person uh pays for uh for for the things that they they need to buy and they need to understand people need to understand where this um where where it's coming from you know the that that's the main thing so let me ask another question here. We're, uh, we're talking about um, people, uh, kind of your average everyday folk. Now, what is the um, knowledge gap between your average person and your person on higher up in uh, in the game that knows what's going on? Is this just kind of across the board? People are confused. It doesn't matter if they if they are part of the system, if they're just your regular, you know, guy who makes widgets on the street. Um, is there, you know, it's kind of a conspiracy question. Are, you know, are there is is this just the blind leading the blind, or is there some kind of is there just like a, a knowledge gap that some people have that are that are that are running the system versus uh, your average fool like me that's just living life 
uh, we're all we're all fools here on this planet. Um, and uh, I don't I don't try I try not to generalize, but I think from what I'm seeing is that uh, those who know either try to do something about it or take advantage of it, and everyone else they uh, they their labor gets stolen from them. Mm. It's as it's as simple as that. Yeah. So and then within the group that that knows, do they know that this is a problem, quote unquote, pro- like a, a problem that should be fixed or is this uh, a problem to be exploited? Yeah, I, I guess it's one of those two things. I mean, hmm. um, I'm aware of, of this this thing and I think more people need to be aware of it so that we can fix it. Hmm. Um, and then there are those who are uh, benefiting from it. Right. I mean, whether intentional or unintentional, um, because if, if it's the Cantillon effect, if they're the first uh, people to, to get the. Uh, if they're the first ones to get that debt, that money, and they're the first ones to be able to spend it, they get all of the benefits mm. and they get none of the inflation. Mm. Also, um, people who have these choice assets their assets will 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 seem like the value is going up, mm. right? And you know, with all these assets that they have, they're protected also from inflation. You know, so it, with all the fine art that that they have, the various different real estate uh, properties, you know, that that they have that, um, uh, you, you know, so okay, we're we're heading into a, a point now where. Uh, a lot of people are saying that real estate is probably going to crash um, residential. And then we're also already seeing that with some commercial real estate. And my question is, is it going to be a hundred percent of all those real estate that's going to be affected that way? And to what degree? Hmm. Right. Um, probably, probably not. There may be some uh, uh, properties where the impact may be very limited. And for some people who own some of these properties, they may not even care whether the price drops, uh, you know, 10, 20, 50, 60%. Hey, I, I, I don't, I don't care what price is. I just want to own this piece of land, mm. you know? Um, so, so that, that is the, the, the crux of the issue, right? So there, there are those that um, are aware and, you know, maybe they're trying to do something with it. And there are those that are aware that maybe they are benefiting from it. Mm. Um, and then there may be those uh, that are not aware and they're still propagating the, the system. And there may be some that are aware that, you know, want the system to continue. Mm. Maybe, right? So but the, it's just, I guess it's, it's a good conversation to, to, to have to, to, to help people with perspective. There's no, it would be hard to, I mean, because I like to just um, partially, it, it, I like to ask that, that kind of question because there's the extremes of, there's four people in a back room making all these decisions, right, that are benefiting from all of kind of this chaos and inflation and, and all in the system as it stands. And then there's the other perspective where no, like, no, this is a perfect virgin, pure system of all, um, 
the white white knight actors that are, are working for the benefit of humanity. Both extremes are, are probably not correct. Some there, somewhere in the middle, there's there are some devious mm. people trying to do devious things. There's some morons who are just true believers in the system. And then there's everything in between, right? And the mm. game is not so simple as find the four people and cut their heads off, nor uh, and it's not so simple as better education. There's something in between where um, to make major moves, to make um, meaningful fixes is more complicated than a half an hour TV show. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, yeah. I, well, you, you know, you to what degree is uh, is is that is that the case, right? Um, and how how far are we you know so the what for for some of us you know this is how it works right now this is just how how the, the system currently functions today and how long can it continue to last um i don't know about um you know whether there's a group of people doing doing certain things and whatnot I, I like to, to say that this is one of the things I like to say. Um, one man's conspiracy theory is another man's strategy, right? And for for some, hey, uh, this is I know this is how the system works, and uh, I'm just playing. But don't hate the player, hate the game. I'm just playing the game, you know. So don't blame me, right? So that, there may be some element of that as well, um, you know. So uh if if we see that the the rules are broken the rules of the game is is broken and it is causing a lot more harm to a lot more people than good um then we need to to do something about it um because the way the way things work right now we're we're causing a lot more harm then then good Absolutely. um and yeah and you know this this thing is is one of the things i thought uh wanted to, to share to, to help people with perspective on on prices and whatnot you know why is there shrinkflation why are things going more and more expensive i just i can't i can no longer breathe i'm not i'm not even uh drowning i'm, I'm drowned you know so it's to that degree you know, and it goes into the the question of uh, of Bitcoin. What, where where does Bitcoin fit into all these things? It's just a Ponzi. It's just a scam. Why does it have uh, have anything to do with all these things? Well, the question then is, what in the world is money? What why do we even use money? You know, well, if we go back to the the you know centuries ago in the days of uh, the the Yap Yap Islands, right? Um, with uh, the rye stones, they it's just a way to they use rye stones to as a way to record as, as a way of uh, record keeping uh, of uh, their wealth. Uh, they don't even use it as a medium of exchange. It's just okay. It's there. Oh, we just we're we've already uh, you know we got this 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 stone from this other island. We've carved it. 
uh, everybody knows how how hard it is to to get it, and it took these many people to to bring it. And uh, all right, now it's 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 very huge. It's cumbersome. Uh, you know, all right, we'll just drop it in this uh, body of water here. Right, everybody knows it's there. Um, and they, you know, that represents their uh, part of their wealth, and and then they they make sure that everybody knows. Everybody is aware that, okay, you know, part of it belongs to this person, part of it belongs to that person, right? So it's a way for them to, to track all that. That's, at the end of the day, what money is. It's a, a way to, to track that movement of, uh, of wealth. And today we use ledgers, right? And this is something that we kind of had a quick conversation in, the, in, our, uh, in the previous one. Uh, where we talk a little bit about account ledgers and transaction ledgers. Right. So the current system that we're in, we're all using um, account ledgers. Right. So this is what banks use. So every single bank, the way they track and record your wealth, and uh, these are your rye stones, essentially, the way they record, uh, manage all these records is they use account ledgers. You have an account, I have an account, every single bank, has multiple different accounts for every single customer, every single client. They have account for this other bank, this company, et cetera. And whenever somebody makes a transaction, it could be from one account to another account. And, and, uh, and, and, you know, it, you, you track it that way. Okay. So this person makes this transaction with this other person. So you, you record it in, in those two accounts and so on. Uh, it could be in multiple different accounts and it can get very, very um, uh, complicated. It can get uh, quite cumbersome as you grow, right? And you need these huge mainframe systems to, to keep track of, of all these things. They, they, they started using, using that um, and they're still using those, those cumbersome systems uh, today, still today. Now, we uh since uh ever since satoshi nakamoto ever since um blockchain and bitcoin specifically um we've discovered this new way of of keeping record we've discovered a new way of of managing that ledger and it's called a transaction ledger right and instead of having multiple different account ledgers everywhere with everyone, you're just recording everything on one single ledger. Imagine just having one rye stone. And on that ledger is where every single transaction takes place. Doesn't matter from whom, doesn't matter to where, it all gets recorded on that one single ledger. And that one single ledger, imagine it as a, um, you know, you get, you get that you know once you understand that concept of that transaction ledger where it's just a single piece of 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 document you can start having the conversation you can start having a conversation of okay then what in the world is a blockchain right what what is that you know it's such a difficult concept to understand well imagine writing all those different transactions on a single piece of paper right now that single piece of paper is your block, 
right? Why is it a block? Why is it a single piece of paper? Is because you can only have a set number of transactions on that single piece of paper. Now to add that piece of paper onto that that ledger, onto that that uh, uh, big document, that's where you have to go through some some form of consensus mechanism, right? Now this is where you start getting into the slightly more difficult conversation where okay how does that work proof of work and, and all these things now I get into that in my in my book and I get into that in my in my course um but to put it simply is at the end of the day you need to have a mechanism to 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 decide whether that piece of paper is legitimate so that we can add it onto that uh uh, that ledger onto that um, pile of papers, right? So, so that you know, so we've gone a little bit into inflation. We've got a little bit into account ledgers and transaction ledgers, and a little bit into blockchain, essentially, right? So it's just at the end of the day, we're, what it is, what it is, is that it's it's all about money. What is money? It's just a way to record uh, wealth, who owns what, and how do we do that in the past? How do we do that today? And how do we do that in the future? And as you um, are accounting, or uh, no pun intended, as you're looking into these different systems, um, what is some of the bigger um, differences? Like what are the foundational shifts between these uh, accounting systems and 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 what are their impacts on the uh, the the more general market and on economics more more generally speaking on 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 the way people interact and whatnot. Well, when you have account ledgers, you need intermediaries. You need somebody that you can trust to manage all those different transactions. Hey, I'm gonna hold my uh, all my wealth uh, with you. Uh, you're gonna manage that for me. I trust you, right? So you're the institution that I trust, and uh, you're gonna do all that. Well, excuse me. You're gonna do all those um, um, account management for me. Um, and when it comes to all these different transactions, this is where you get into uh, what we call the settlements uh, system, right? So when it comes to, to settlements, uh, the standard process is you have uh, somebody uh, that that goes to the to the coffee shop and say, "Hey, I want to buy this coffee from you. I'm going to give you here's my credit card. I'm going to tap that that machine. When I tap that machine, I'm authorizing a payment. All right. So that's the first step is authorization. Now, once I've authorized that payment, it goes to a clearing process. Um, and in the clearing process, what they do is they check, hey, is this legitimate? Is that a legitimate customer? And they, does this person have this, this money? You know, is that account legit? Where is it going to go to? So it does all that checking. And then once you've gone through that clearing process, you do a final settlement where funds are actually transferred from one party to another party, right? So you have authorization, clearing, and settlement. Uh, and in how things currently work today, you have 
tons of different companies doing all these different processes and you have um, hundreds of billions, probably trillions of dollars of transactions um, going on every single day, right? Well, now with uh, blockchain and more specifically Bitcoin, uh, all those companies and all those uh, services that's being done by all those companies, they're outmoded. It's redundant. It's irrelevant. Right? So they're no longer needed. So why, um, you know, so I, I, how, how is that going to impact their, their business? So if I'm running a, one of those businesses right now and I'm making pretty good money and um, now there's this new technology that can completely replace everything that I do and I'm completely redundant now. I'm going to, you know, so what, what do I do about it? And this is the, uh, the situation that, that many of these intermediaries are in right now where there's this new technology in place that can uh, do what they're doing more more efficiently. Hey, konnichiwa, white flag, red dot, GTR, DCA to BTC, stacking sats is my nature. Hey, konnichiwa, white flag, red dot, GTR, DCA to BTC, stacking sats is my nature. TikTok, next block, this is a major epoch. My C phrase, I keep locked. Don't worry about what we got, what he got, what she got. If it's Bitcoin, we good, bruh. If it's Bitcoin, we good, bruh. If it's Bitcoin, we good, bruh. Like, hey, I got a thousand flows hey done a hundred shows hey check the proof of work yep. yeah man it really shows hey citadel living v for v we keep on giving out you know what we're all about we orange purple kid out increasing bitcoin adoption so many plebs have adopted tiktok next block you know we ain't gonna stop it increasing bitcoin adoption so many plebs have adopted tiktok next block you know we ain't gonna stop it